Welcome to the Afterwatch with Lavar and Phil. You're listening to the Afterwatch podcast, the podcast where we talk about movies and TV shows. That full spoiler conversation you have after you watch something you love or hate. I am Phil. I'm Lavar, and today's episode we'll be discussing Into the Night, uh, a 2020 drama series on Netflix, with its first season consisting of uh, about six episodes based on a book by an author called uh, author named Jessup Dukash. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the book is called The Old. I'm not pronouncing that correctly at all. It'll be in our show notes. Um, <laughs> uh, the series is a Belgian apocalyptic sci-fi drama thriller. Uh, it's it's, it's much... Belgian. I thought it was French. Well, maybe it is. They speak French. Okay, they in, speak in French, but it's, Bel- yeah. it's Belgian. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so pretty much the synopsis is that uh, radiation from the sun is basically cooking the eternal organs of people on the earth during the day when the sun is out. Survivors on an overnight flight from Brussels race from city to city trying to stay ahead of the sun's rays by remaining in the cover of night. So the only fly at night um, and the only shield of protection they have is deep, deep underground. Uh, when If they have an opportunity to get deep, 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 deep underground where the uh, sun's rays cannot penetrate. So, mm-hmm. Phil, what are your initial reactions to Into the Night? I liked it. it. It's funny. It's like kind of like, how do I express it? It's like a comfortable, it's a comfortable lost. You know, like a okay. lost, like I lost is just keeping you like really like, like, re- like ramped up on the, on the edge of your seat, like, like anxiety driven, like drama, right? Where we're into the night. I felt it was um, really engaging. Um, the the concept was um, the conceit of the story, right? Was very intriguing, right? And um, but at the same time, it felt like something you can kind of sit down and and watch. Like it's it's funny. It's like a comfortable drama, you know, where you're seeing the people they have their various like personalities and they're they're playing off one another, and then on top of it, it's like okay, well let's let's deal with this this large overarching problem you know so um yeah i felt i i enjoyed it a lot i thought it was um i liked the characters that they had within it like that kind of i don't know like european european belgian or french flair that it had to each character and each character was very clearly defined and their wants and desires were clearly defined and they're all affected by this one um, kind of, if you want to say, like apocalyptic tragedy. Yeah, right. It's a it's a global upheaval. A yes. lot of millions of top, uh, millions top of millions of people are are dead because mm-hmm. of what's happening. It, it like I say, I I enjoyed the execution of it. I enjoyed the uh, the conceit of it. I enjoyed the fact that it follows the same tropes as any other, say, post post apocalyptic. Um, film or zombie film or what have you yeah a whole bunch of strangers got together in a small place trying to survive and have to rely on one another in order to survive and then who can you trust you cannot trust people have their own um personal agenda people are some people are willing to 
consider the group. Some people only consider themselves. Right. 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 You see those dynamics. So there's nothing new in there necessarily, but how it's done here, the different characteristics, the characters, the different personality types, the fact that it's a European film yeah. versus the American um, stuff we get more times than not, or North American things we get more times than not. This there's, there's a level of grit to it. Yeah. Not like, saying like Bomb the Dead didn't have any grit, but this like you know, in, in put it this way, modern zombie films in North America seem a lot more glossy. Yes. Versus the the zombie films you used to make to say thirty years ago or even twenty years ago. Right. This European one is a non glossy, well done soap opera done on a plane. Yeah, I felt I felt a bit more sophisticated in yeah. in thought in, out. Yeah, thought out. Just even the the acting in general like with it is even though it's very broad like what they wanted and just the conflict and stuff it still felt a bit more refined especially when it delved into people's backstories and i thought they did that well the yeah. use of backstories the use of uh, flashbacks it yeah. wasn't overdone it was done just right to give us a sense of who this character is what the motivations is and the sense of loss so for instance um don't want to give too much away but mm-hmm. The uh, pilot, yeah, has had an affair with a character, and then something happened to that character that he has to reconcile with. And when you see the flashbacks, you see and understand. You then begin to to, to feel a sense of loss or betrayal mm-hmm. that happened. Right now, right. it has something that had to happen, but but again, my point is that by the use of utilizing flashbacks in a certain way you can actually build up your emotional attachment to a particular character versus other movies in where two characters are supposed to be in love or this character pops up on the screen for five minutes and dies and you're like okay so why should i care about this character you right. give a set you're, they give you a reason why you should care about these characters or even these peripheral characters who last maybe all an episode and then die horribly or whatever so it's 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 a lot of great drama in my opinion a lot of great drama a lot of great interesting complex characters especially the uh the businessman who deals in real estate business deals in real estate you mean ayaz yes 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 he was his character is uh his i loved his character in in the show well i think i think people would like his character like he has even though he has a dark past and stuff like that and um his business dealings are somewhat dubious he is Hmm. the most it's funny, like the, they the play the contract. Character. He's the most likable and the most honorable character for the, mo- for the most the, part. Compared to the NATO soldier, yeah. Um, the, and that's how the movie starts. The movie starts off with a NATO soldier taking over a plane and, uh, <laughs> and forcing them to fly before the sun rises. And then throughout that duration, he eventually explains what's going on, and they, they formulate a loose plan. So every episode, they're flying from country to country, city to city, pretty much in a circle, trying to set ahead of the sunrise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they double back, presuming, back to Bel- Brussels, presuming there's a, pl- a safe place for them to be, and there's not. So this whole time, they're looking for a safe place to land while trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And it's, it's done, you know, without doing too much exposition. They explain the circumstances, the science behind it um, pretty well. Yeah. And you don't, yeah. you're not, and you don't, you're not left wondering, oh man, when they're going to explain this, when it's going to get to the point. Like every episode, it moves at a steady pace, and I'm a fan of good pacing. Mm-hmm. It moves at a steady pace. Yeah, it's not too quick and it's not too too slow. Right, right, right. I, I think um, 
yeah, I think you're right in in that regard that it's not like loss where it's like mystery upon mystery upon mystery upon mystery and then you never get it solved. It's like, no, this is the conceit. They're in a plane. They have to refuel the plane. They have to, like, the plane is their lifeline. They have to make sure it can still fly. They still have a pilot. They can land it. They can take off with it. Yeah, they have to find food. You know, like, it's very um, uh, matter-of-fact kind of survival thriller. You know, and, and there's, there's less hope here than in any other like horror films or something. Like, yes, this, it's the sun. The sun rays is affecting food life, you know, plant life as well. Mm-hmm. So everything's affected by this phenomenon. How do you? How do you survive? Like, how do you? Besides just flying from here to here, how do you survive? Yeah, the sun. <laughs> right, right, right. And and I think I like that they did. Um, hit that tone that it's just very bleak like it is it's funny it's very it's like a very present dystopian uh like film right because normally it's like there's a cataclysm and then you you see the life after it you're seeing these people actually experience it right now i wish they would have leaned into it a little like a little bit more but i think they, they had to sacrifice that to actually work on the interactions within the characters right because there's only like six episodes right um so I found like T- Terenzio, the Italian soldier, had to be pretty heightened, you know. Like they never went to his backstory or or anything like that. It, like that all came through exposition. Um, yeah. they they had to make him pretty heightened to be that catalyst to keep people moving forward and to, um, and uh, to propel the drama a little bit. I felt that he petered off like after like the fourth episode. Like I felt that his relevance kind of petered off a little bit right um he's he's a spark yeah. his 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 character his his purpose is just to initiate the move forward mm-hmm. after that he didn't really have anything else to him everyone else was more or less coming up with the plans formulating certain things and, and making things move forward yeah like if, if this was if this was american like if this was like an american show like yeah. He would be like that character where, like, yeah, he's a spark, but they'd always have him being the spark. He'd be like Willy Wonka on the plane. Like, you always have like another secret. You'd always have like another Oompa Loompa, like, high in some place. You know, <laughs> like, he'd be... I, I actually you know what. I think I'll go into reverse. I think if he was, if it was an American film, he would have been dead uh, within the first. Episode. No, no. I, th- I think they would have kept him around. He, he'd always have like another thing. It's like, oh man, the sun, but now the moon. Oh crud, we have to. <laughs> The moon is actually the making moon, us, yeah, yeah it's making me turn into a werewolf, you know, like this. <laughs> so it'd be hiding like its fangs and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it would be kind of ridiculous, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, that'd be uh, uh, him. One character I think we should address because um, we have Trenzio, the Italian soldier. Ayaz, we mentioned that we liked. He's kind of like that shady business guy with a heart of gold. Um, but we should talk about probably Sylvie as well too, because she's probably one of the main characters and emerges as as the leader within um a leader no maybe the leader within I think within the, the show leader. she becomes yeah, she... the leader within the show she's the jack if you if you want a, a lost analogy she's the jack but she's not a doctor she's, she's a, a former military helicopter <laughs> pilot who um <laughs> who uh was going to kill herself because uh and i don't think this is, big, this is a big spoiler but she's going to commit yeah. suicide after the death of her boyfriend or fiance of some sort mm. uh, so she does emerge as a leader not the most likable person but, but not the most despised either 
Yeah, she's but a I, matter think, of I think fact. yes, that's no. Continue what you're saying. Oh, see, she's a matter of fact type of person. She's a let's do this, let's get it done type of situation. And even though she doesn't want to be there and she'd rather be dead, she's still <laughs> willing to help everybody else get to get to safety. And see, and that's a beautiful little nuance there where she, like, in essence, like her point in being on that flight is to kind of spread the ashes of her, her, you know, her husband, but she wants to die, you know, yeah. but, but she's the catalyst to help them serve, help them survive, you know, where like the, where everyone is distracted by, you know, the things of life, like, you know, want to get back to boyfriends or they're missing out on, on births and stuff, uh, people dying around them. She's experienced death already. And that provides her with a sort of um, clarity. clarity. Yeah. A clarity to approach the, every task that other characters don't have. Well, here's an interesting thing between Sylvie and Terenzio. I think those two, even though Sylvie does a little bit later, has a clear vision as what needs to be done. Get away get mm-hmm. to someplace safe everyone else distracted like you said by their life yeah they're not they haven't yet weighed the severity of their circumstances in the situation yeah they haven't they're not ex- processing it yet they yeah. don't they haven't gotten to that point yet where like oh wait a minute no the sun is killing me or killing people how do we stay everyone else is most likely not alive yeah yeah it's it's like um like a zombie zombie apocalypse you know like if you know, know that one person has to go back for that picture they needed of yeah. their of their loved ones. Like, okay, you're gonna get eaten. Well, well, somebody somebody's bitten. They're they're infected. Yeah. yeah. There's no there's no hope. You have to double tap them. That's true. You, know, you have you have to double tap them. I've that head. for you because you you're the one who's would taught me about surviving a zombie apocalypse. So I, exactly. I think I think I'd last at least one extra day just from our friendship. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been telling you, when a zombie apocalypse hits, you come find me, bro. Yeah. Yep. Don't worry. I'll take care of you, man. Don't worry. But know what would happen? See, this this is this would be the the story. This would be after watch, you know, after after the apocalypse, right? So what would happen is I'm like in Mississauga, and I'm like, okay, I'm here with my wife. Okay, we need to get to Lavar because Lavar would know how to survive. We'd fight, strain, you know, struggle, get all the way back to Brampton, get to get to get to your house, you know. And then what would happen is that you'd be, be there. Gone. Because exactly. you, you, you wouldn't be there, you know. Be but I'll leave. I'll leave instructions as to where to go. See, and that would make our our show kind of like lost because then it'd be like, oh man, we we first season would be getting there, and then you're not there, and then second season you leave like an elaborate map in terms of how to find you, and then it's just us decoding the map, fighting zombies, trying to get to you. It won't be yeah. that serious, bro. Just go to Center Island, Center Island, or further north. Yeah, <laughs> find yourself on an island or go north past Barry. Because this is the logic. This is derailing a little bit, but this is the logic. Zombies <laughs> can't run in cold weather and snow. So I'll right. go for the north where it's colder. Boom. Survival rate automatically goes up. Right. True. That saved everyone's life who listened to this podcast. Right <laughs> and also, uh, I think if you went to Central Island, you're dealing with the island. So, um, yes, you'd be like, it'd be like you'd be dealing with zombies there. But, you know, once it, effectively, you can deal with like. Exactly. Like exactly. the, the population there. Yeah, you wipe them out. You go there with the purpose of wiping out all the zombies, and then you have a haven. You're exactly. good. Exactly. Exactly. See, you understand? You yeah, yeah, okay. I see. I see. Logic. see. Right. Yeah, I see. <laughs> uh, one quick question about the series, though. Uh, what lesson do you think you could take from uh, Into the Night? Like, is there any life lessons we can learn? Life lessons, like dealing with like theme. Because, uh, you know, it's funny when it, 
this is a little bit different. Like it talks about survival. It deals with a lot of morality in a sense, you know, and people's um, past. Like one interesting thing is like, you know, with one character, this is kind of kind of spoilery, not really spoiler, but like it's just Ayaz's past, like how he was not the greatest of guys and how that came to how that came to be viewed by everybody, even though in the moment on the plane, he was of great benefit and even viewed as somebody who would be of the best benefit on the plane. And that yeah. has kind of affecting their view of him and them trying to, it, it's kind of like, um, what's that movie with the kids that are on, on Lord of the flies? Mm-hmm. Like uh, maybe not exactly like Lord of the flies, but that whole thing of like establishing a society, establishing order within a, within that, society you know the mores of society have been stripped away survival is you know the main thing you know what are the laws that kind of govern everything and there's a contrast a conflict between what they were like before this is how we should view you now but like no 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 this is the new normal and this is how they function and their past doesn't really matter it matters what benefit they are to our survival right now because people get left in this show but the spoilers Yo, people get people get left, left. because they do something yeah. stupid. They do something stupid. Exactly. They do something exactly. stupid, and then they get left. You know, and <laughs> exactly. No, but that's right. You want to stand around looking dumb as opposed to heading back to the plane when you're supposed to. You're gonna get left. That's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unfortunate. Yeah. You get left, <laughs> and 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 they unceremoniously kill people, and not they don't see them die, but like you know that these people are dead, unceremoniously. Oh, Horribly. if you get left, you're gone. You're done. It's right for you. No bemoaning it. Thing. No nothing. You're dead. That's it. Uh, that's a sad thing. That's a horrible. Because when when I saw one character get left, like oh, oh, that's <laughs> oh well. That's what happens when you're dumb. Yep. That's what move, when you're dumb. Move right. on to the next one. Don't ask any questions. When somebody tells you to run, run. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, the good news about this series is that it got greenlit for season two. Yeah. I I, 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 th- I think it's interesting enough to to watch. I think people will like if you want a like a a good series to watch that has some intrigue. It's not it's not um beat you over the head with like action and stuff like that, but it's it's an engaging it watch. Tension as it, first off it's short and it feels it doesn't feel short. Yeah. Um although it doesn't feel like a waste of time either. It has a good amount of tension, a good a good amount of mystery but not a lot of mystery it's like sci-fi mystery they call it post-apocalyptic but it's more of a sci-fi um thriller ish yeah right uh and um how it ends it leaves room to build on for the next season so i'm curious to see what happens in season two but overall yeah i think i think this is a a, a show worth watching i just happy to stumble on it because the description sounded interesting and the title sounded interesting i ended up watching it and end up getting sucked into it I think I watched it over a period of like three or four days, but mm. I highly recommend it. I think it's a good watch. I think yeah, it's I, th- I think it's I think it's a good watch, and and if you want like a more sophisticated take on you know the dystopian, um, kind of dystopian story, you know, thriller intrigue type story, I think this is definitely one to watch. Um, going back quickly to theme, you know, um, I think it's just pointing a lot to survival and. And I think it points a lot to regret, in a sense. Yes. Yeah, it points a lot actually, to regret. I think to, that's a very good point, actually, yeah. It points a lot to to regret. like, And I think the flashbacks kind of 
for the most part, the flashbacks point to point to that, you know, like say with Rick, like the conservative guy, you know, <laughs> looking for love in all the wrong places. Yeah, that, that fucks <laughs> up for that guy. But I think I think into your point, I think that centers more around the pilot. Yes, he's 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 burdened with like double triple regret. Yeah, for things he has done, and you see that through flashback and through his actions. Even and he's not a, I mean, he's not a great guy, but he's not a mean guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He does do bad things, but he's not like a mean, hearted, cold hearted person. Right. Um, but, but I think yeah, regret is something that's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. I, th- I think you're, you're, what you're saying is right. Like regret is something that is very present within this within this story. Just I overall, other, I think the other thing as well, and this is kind of common to any post-apocalyptic zombie, whatever type of movies, is the need for organization for leadership. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that, and that's and again, it's common. Lord of the Rings to Dawn of the Dead to Walking Dead to whatever. There's a need for organization and leadership, someone to take control, someone to have a plan um, to go. And you see that actually play out on the plane about who's going to lead, who's yeah. in charge. And right. is it the person that has the most knowledge of the situation or the person with the best instincts to survive? Yeah. Right. And those are the, and people are drawing lines early on. And I think the one thing also is real quickly that I enjoyed about this is that you see things unfold at the beginning, close to the beginning. Mm. It's not, we're not, 28 Days Later, a movie that I enjoy a great deal, starring Killian Murphy, who's a great actor. I think he gets hit by a car or something. He's in a coma. He wakes up and 28, 28 Days Later, and the city's deserted. And right. zombies take over. You don't see the progression of that necessarily. Versus a um, um, World War Z, you do see the beginning of it. Which is which is fine, but it's, it's it's it goes by so quickly you can't really take anything in. Mm-hmm. Here, again, a good pacing of something's happening, what's happening, and then it slowly progresses because it's happening in real time more or less. It's happening step by step, hour by hour, and you're seeing how the world is actually changing before your eyes, even though you don't know what it's changing into or why it's changing. So I think there's a, a decent balance of pacing perception mystery revelation mm. over the period of the first even three episodes and then less revela- less like, small revelation in the latter uh, half of the series right um but yeah I, i'll go back to my original point again it's a good series check it out yeah Actually, i might rewatch it if i have time but yeah yeah no definitely i i, I enjoyed it i think uh people will enjoy it as well too and and i think it's a pretty safe watch like just to check it out and yeah. and see yeah. yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. So I think that's it for us. Um, yes, oh, actually, one thing I wanted to say is I wish yes. there were a couple more episodes actually to this. Six felt a little bit uh, light to me, but maybe it's just one to get in, and get out. Uh, you know what? I I actually disagree. I I like the length of it. It didn't feel too short, but it left you wanting more. Yeah. Um. Okay. But yeah, I do I do agree with the part that they probably do want to get in, get out. I think the one kind of boom hits you hard and leave yeah. you wanting for more. Right. So maybe next season might be more episodes, maybe. Maybe. Cool, cool, cool. Um, So, yeah, that's it for our uh, episode. We talked about Canvas, talked about Into the Night. If you want to let us know what you thought about both of these things, probably, like, with Afterwatch, watch them and get back to us, you know. Uh, Do you agree, disagree with what we we said about them? You can reach us on all uh, your podcast purveyors, you know, your Apple 
well, your Google Podcasts, your Podbeans, your Stitchers, your Anchors, your your iTunes. I, your iTunes. We're 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 everywhere, so you can reach us there. Um, and also, if you want to tell us what you thought about uh, Into the Night or Canvas, you agree with us, disagree with us, you can reach us on Twitter at at after underscore watch or by email at theafterwatch at pm.me or even newly now, you can uh, reach us on Instagram at at theafterwatch. So um, usually we'll just post some what we're going to be talking about and uh, you can let us know what you think about uh about these things, what your hot take is, you know, after you've watched it, tell us something you love or hate about it. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll get back to you. So um, that's it for us for today. You know, Lavar, how do we normally end the show? Let them know. The Afterwatch rocks the world. Sucker. <laughs> Autobots, transform and roll out. <laughs>